using that amazing imagination of yours. Listen to that theme song rolling in the background here as we introduce the Perceptive Photographer podcast. This is episode 456. I am your host, Daniel Gregory, and the music fades off into the distance. Yay for music intros and your imagination. This week on the Perceptive Photographer podcast, we're going to be talking about 10 questions. Actually, there's 10 plus a bonus for you. Questions about helping you get people to open up about your photography. And this topic came up because multiple times now, I've had this similar conversation in the last couple of months. And that's one of the things for a podcast. It tells me if I'm having that conversation more than once or twice, maybe it's a good topic for the podcast. Now, some of you know, some of you may not know, but I teach a workshop called The Meaningful Image, which is an eight-month-long intensive program about understanding the meaning of our work and why one photograph is more meaningful than another, finding our voice and vision and all those different components that pull together sort of more us in our work. And this year I'm also teaching an advanced workshop. And in the last session of the advanced workshop, we got to diving into this topic about when you have work up or you're showing work, how do you get people to engage with that work in sort of a meaningful way? How's that dialogue actually happen? So that was just kind of the final nail in the coffin for me to dive into this topic. So I went on ahead and came up with a list of questions that I think are useful if you're trying to find a way to engage with people and have a dialogue about your work that goes beyond just sort of, what is it? And so that's what we're going to be talking about today is this set of questions. And again, part of this is putting these into your own words, putting this into your own sort of conversational style. I've tried to distill these down into some really simple sort of questions to remember. But a lot of what we're looking for and a lot of what we're doing is very conversational. So somebody may be looking at a work on the wall, they may be looking at work on a table, maybe it's something on online they're looking at, but you want to have that dialogue. Again, I wouldn't pepper them with these exact him questions, peppered in this exact order, but more sort of reading the room a little bit, reading the person a little bit, and using these as sort of conversation icebreakers. Oftentimes, if we can get one or two questions going, the conversation will organically move in a direction that allows us to have a much more deep and meaningful conversation, the kind of thing we're sort of looking for. So that being said, first question, why do you think I slash the photographer took that photograph? So if somebody's looking at something on the wall, I like to think about this myself. If I'm going to an art show or I'm going to look at something, I like to think about why did the creator create that? What is it about that that was interesting to them? Why did they frame it that way? Why did they take the photograph that way? Why did they sculpt it that way? Whatever it is, but I like to think about what was their sort of thinking? What was their purpose of making that particular object. And I think it's sort of an easy question to let somebody sort of come in because it allows them to have a really easy answer. Like, oh, well, it looks like it's a really beautiful sunset or, oh, that looks like it's a really cool moment with a kid at the park or whatever it is. It gives them sort of an easy entry point. And it also puts them in a position of sort of having to think a little bit about maybe why somebody took that. Maybe they noticed something. Maybe it makes them think a little bit more about why the person actually created that photograph beyond just it being a pretty picture. The second question is, what, if anything, does the photo make you feel or remind you of? And so somebody looks at the photograph, maybe it makes them feel happy, sad. Maybe it makes them feel excited. Maybe it makes them feel calm, meditative, whatever it is. But just going ahead and asking them, what do they feel? Or does it remind them of something, a place they grew up? Or maybe it reminds them of a trip they took or somebody they know. But trying to give them an entry point to that photograph trying to give them an entry point into something beyond just what's hanging on the wall. 
And it also has them open up a little bit about themselves. It tells them, you, a little bit about who they are and sort of their mental state in looking at the photograph. And I think that can be helpful in you sort of assessing how that conversation either can continue or maybe that's not the person to engage in the conversation with. The third question is, what do you see in the photograph? Which again, I think is a really on the surface, very simple question. But people, again, have an easy entry point. Oh, I see a tree or I see a table with some leaves on it or I see a birthday party. This is also where you'll start to get sort of what are people emotionally responding to? What sort of stories are they telling themselves about the photograph? You might find that what they see is not just the objects contained within the frame, but again, it's more of their own sort of spinning of a story, spinning of a narrative. And this is giving the opportunity for them to share that a little bit for you then to respond to and engage with. So again, it's a sort of an interesting question because on the surface, it's easy to respond to, but oftentimes we get a much more interesting insight, a much deeper response than we initially anticipated. Next, I think a really interesting question is, what would you do different if you were taking that photograph? And so people look at a photograph and you see them sort of shaking their head back and forth and you're not sure what they're sort of thinking about. But an interesting question is, you know, if you were gonna make that photograph, what would you have done different? How would you have changed it? Would you, what would you have made it sort of your own photograph, your own sort of way of telling that story? And I think this is a great one to put back onto a photographer because it forces the photographer to then really expose a little bit of their own bias, sort of their own interest. It hopefully has them starting to think a little bit more in depth about, hey, if I change this or alter this, that would also change this in the photograph. And so it gives sort of an interesting push back on that photographer. And for the person who's not a photographer, sort of gives them, again, an interesting opportunity to tell you what's sort of bothering them in the photograph or what they're not responding to on the photograph. It gives you a sense of what are they kind of stuck on that they sort of can't get past as a part of the viewing experience. So again, versus the, oh, I'm just not sure if I like it or not, you'll get a much more specific answer there. I think another great question is what grabs your attention in the photograph? So again, just sort of like, what would you do different? What grabs your attention? What do you see? What do you notice? Again, this can be both good and bad. Maybe they notice the thing in the photograph that's a visual distraction. Maybe they notice a small detail that you hadn't considered that is actually pretty significant to the experience of looking at the photograph. And so again, what grabs our attention is really important because too many times I think we get caught up as the creator of the photograph and sort of the nuts and bolts and detail and big picture, small picture. We're trying to think about all these different angles. And sometimes we just need a little simple clarity on what actually is the thing that people are drawn to inside the photograph. I think another interesting question is what questions come to mind when you look at the photograph? And so giving the opportunity to have them be able to ask a question. Because a lot of times I think when people are looking at work, they're not necessarily sure what to say. They don't want to make a statement. They don't want to appear as if they know something or don't know something or say something wrong or something that sounds sort of stupid. But a lot of times asking a question is a much safer entry point for people. So by walking up to somebody and saying, oh, I see you're looking at the photograph. Do you have any questions about that? The place, the subject, how it was created. It gives them sort of an easy landing spot to start the conversation. And again, that's what this is all about. Easy landing spots for those conversations to start. It's not that this one question is the entire conversation. It's the entry point to get somebody talking. And so sometimes just by allowing them to express a question is a great way to do that. On the flip side of that, what answers are in the photograph? You know, asking somebody like, when you look at that photograph, do you find it answering any questions for you? Do you find it making you think about understanding something in a way you hadn't considered before? 
a little abstract, maybe a little bit different in sort of our approach and our intention. But sometimes we look at photographs and it builds our awareness of something. It helps us understand something in a, in a way we hadn't experienced before or thought about before. So allowing that photograph to have that opportunity to create that, I think, is an interesting piece. The eighth question is, what did you notice when you first looked at the photograph? So again, there's what grabs your attention, but what did you notice when you first looked at it? And that's really interesting because the answers vary. I mean, I've had people tell me the frame. I've had them tell people the thing it's hanging next to. I've had them tell me, you know, the size of the image. I've had all sorts of random things. I've had people tell me they noticed a little detail in the photograph I hadn't even considered as significant. So that first thing they sort of grab, the other thing that that does for people is it takes the burden off of having to come up with a really insightful moment or idea about the work, but just what's the first thing you notice? You know, I created the work just out of curiosity. What's the first thing you see when you look at the photograph? People can answer that. And there's a safety in that because again, they don't have to have any art speak. They don't have to have any big, intelligent, super wonderful insight. They can just sort of be who they are. What do you like or dislike about the image? Now, I'm not a huge fan of starting off any question session like that, but I think it's easy for people to sort of talk about the things they like and the things they don't like. And again, if we can follow that up with some of these other questions, it's an interesting opportunity to, again, create space for somebody else to feel safe enough to have that dialogue with us, whether it's our work or not. We're trying to, again, find a safe landing spot for somebody to be able to express an opinion, start a dialogue, and if somebody likes something, well, what don't you like about it? Or if they dislike it, well, what do you like about it? Which then goes back to the, what would you do different? There's all sorts of ways to sort of play these conversations back and forth and these questions off of one another to sort of extend that conversation, that dialogue. The 10th question, what do you think about the size and presentation of the image? Is it too big? Is it too small? What do you think about the frame? What do you think about the mat? What do you think about the fact that it's just pinned on the wall? Whatever the presentation is, what do they think about that? Because sometimes people can really easily say, well, I don't know if I like it that big. I wonder if I could get it smaller, if it would be cool smaller. Because one of the things that's interesting about people when they look at artwork in particular is they see something that big on the wall, doesn't necessarily occur to them that it could come in a different size. And particularly with photography, We've got some really good flexibility to make it come in a different size. We can change the frame. We can change the mat. There's lots of opportunities and options for us to sort of play with the different aspects of the image. And so to talk to somebody about that also removes the barrier of it's not necessarily about the photograph per se. It's a lot easier for somebody to say, oh, well, the frame, you know, I like that frame. I like the black frame because it sets it off from the wall. Or I sort of like the white frame and how it disappears into the wall. Or I like the metal silver frame because it kind of makes the black and white look a little bit more shimmery. Whatever they come up with. It's not specifically about the photograph. It's tangent to the photograph. And again, like some of these other questions, we're just trying to find a way to start the conversation. Sometimes it's safer for that. The 11th and bonus question is, what do you imagine is the story the photographer is trying to tell? So sometimes we look at photographs and they're like, oh, it's just a pretty landscape or, oh, it's just a flower or, oh, it's just a portrait of some person I don't know. But if we ask somebody to say, well, what do you think the story is about that? Like, what do you think the photographer was trying to tell? Am I supposed to like that person, not like that person? What do you think sort of the purpose of that is? What do you imagine that is? Because that gives you an opportunity as long as you cannot be defensive about their response and your answer. I was saying, wow, that's really interesting because what I was sort of thinking about in that conversation with myself about the story I was trying to tell in that photograph was X, Y, Z, or 
wow, that's really cool. That's sort of what I was thinking, or wow, I hadn't considered that before. There's an opportunity again to extend that narrative, extend that dialogue, and in many cases, offer insights to you about your work. And I think that's one of the key pieces that we have to remember is that a lot of what we're trying to do here by having these questions asked about our work is we're trying to gain insights into our work. This is one of the things in those meaningful image workshops that we talk a lot about is the language of our photography, both the visual, the things within the photograph, and the verbal, the way we talk about our photographs. When those start to come into alignment, we have a lot of traction in how our photography can quickly accelerate and be more successful. When those fall out of alignment, it just becomes more challenging. And so part of these conversations, part of these questions are to allow that way of being to become a little bit easier. Again, easier entry points, easier access points. And like I said in the beginning, this isn't a matter of going down the checklist when we see somebody standing in one of our photographs or we're asking for a review from friends, but it's an opportunity for us to sort of have three or four of these in the back of our mind. And when we walk up to somebody, instead of saying, hey, hi, I'm the photographer who took that, and then there being this awkward pause, there's an opportunity for you to say something about the work, ask them about the work. It shows that you're trying to learn and trying to grow. It's also not a direct sales pitch to buy the work. And so it sort of can diffuse that conversation to allow you to have a much more interesting insight. Hopefully, if you are into selling your work and doing those kind of things, these conversations also lead to a deeper connection to the work and to you as the artist, which is ultimately what somebody's buying when they buy your work. They're buying the beauty of the work for whatever reason they believe it's beautiful and want to collect it. And they're buying it because of you as the creator. And so that intersection of those becomes important. You're providing additional fuel for that as well. So hopefully those 11 questions give you some concepts or ideas or ways of approaching that dialogue when you're at an opening or showing work or sharing work. And what's cool about these questions is these are some of the questions I ask myself when I'm at anybody's show, whether it's my own work or somebody else's work, when I walk up and somebody's standing in front of there that I want to have a dialogue with. These are great questions, no matter what the type of artwork is. So hopefully they provide you a little bit of confidence, a little bit more structure in approaching these dialogues and approaching getting this information out there. Like I said, I've had this conversation many, many times in the last two or three months. So I thought it'd be interesting to put out there for the podcast. So hopefully you found some of these questions to be helpful and the topic is also interesting as well. Thank you so much for listening. Remember, if you like the podcast and you're not a subscriber, hit that subscribe button on whatever platform you listen for. And if you're on Spotify, you found the podcast, I have fixed the glitch that had the feed not updating and they've removed the other feed. It was a mess up there at Spotify, but that's all sorted out. So again, thanks for being a listener for the Perceptive Photographer Podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Gregory. Have a wonderful week and I'll see you next Monday.